0: Hey, listen, the world is meant to line up for you. If you just start asking, it won't even make sense. You'll begin exploring and you'll go, wow, never really expected to go there. And yet, here we are. Here is this beautiful, all-encompassing, amazing experience. Wonderful and terrible, all in the same breath. And those are the ones worth living for. Those are it. Even the terrible that take your breath away and you never think you'll recover from are meant to be a part of the story that's you. The bigger becoming in this life. And it's always better to let this life air out than keep it all in then bottle it all up and experience it overwhelmingly and bubbling over in uncontrollable fashions. Let's just let our lives flow. Let's just let it all out and experience the extremes and experience emotions the way that they're supposed to be. And honestly... If we're ever not feeling it, let's just take a nap. All right, let's go. Welcome to season three. Um... I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in, and honestly, it could be, but this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me, and that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died, and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, how are you? Oh, okay. Great. You're doing great. (laughs) I know that we start there. That's it's where we're meant to be. Okay. We're just going to start there. We're always going to be grounding ourselves in our greatness. We're always going to be coming back to this realization that there is nothing worth living in this life. If it doesn't include the full you and the full you appreciates your entire being, right? Like loves Every piece of who you are and who you've been and all of the things that have loved you to this exact place. And I was explaining this last night to a group of young women. There's, there is nothing that hating yourself is ever going to give you is never going to help. It's never going to take you to a better place. Loving yourself will. Loving each other will. But hating and gossiping and coming down to the drama to this lower frequency is never going to take you where you want to go. And, right, where do we outlet that? Where do we find something to do? with that energy, because that's the natural right to point the fingers, to say it was someone, something else. It's not your fault. And it may not have been, but hating someone else isn't going to help your cause either. It's, it's a vicious shame spiral. And here we are, like, (laughs) Some things are just better out into the world. And what is that outlet? Instead of defaulting to that easier emotion, the easier emotion of drama, hate, um, gossip, those things, instead of just defaulting there because it feels better, it feels easier, you see it all the time, you hear it all the time, it's a constant buzz. What if we just turn that off. What would life look like? What would life look like if we were just acting out of our own being? What would happen if we just followed things that we wanted to do and then did them and stopped succumbing to the people who are choosing to spend their time there and just let them talk and let them say the things Because eventually you'll have loved yourself into this place of existence where there is nothing that will stop you because you know that this is a better you. And speaking of better you, um, which kind of sounds like a weird gym. I'm just going to say better you, uh, (laughs) maybe we should change nest gym to better you or maybe it's a weird university. I don't know. Anyways, speaking of better you, my great thing is this book. Okay, I this 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 book this want to write for really no good reason for for no background, no degree, just like I feel called to do that. I I want to do that and I'm going to figure out how to do that. And there's no one and nothing that stepped in and said, you know, Hannah, you're doing this podcast. I really feel like you should do a book. No. Prior to the podcast existing, that was going to be it. I was just going to write a book. Podcasting seemed like an insane and silly avenue to go down, but I was determined to do these things that were on my list. And the only thing that was on my list when we started, was to write, to write books, to tell stories, to do that. I, I I didn't know what those stories were. I didn't know if there would be anything even worth telling. And I just wanted to write. And if I got to choose, that's what I wanted to do. And I couldn't write. I couldn't find a story. I couldn't put the pieces together. It didn't make sense. And so then I just decided that. If that wasn't going to be the outlet, if that wasn't going to be the thing, then it would have to be something else because we're not going to keep standing here in inaction. We have to do something. We can't just keep committing and doing the same thing with a different title, or the same thing with a new car, or the same thing with a new house, or the same thing with another baby. Like, we can't. That's not going to be enough. Those things are material and they are not going to solve this problem. It's always boiling back up. So, we have to do something. So, then writing became just talking. And every day, we came back here and we talked out where we've been, what we've done, and what we're thinking about and who, who we are today and who we were yesterday and who we were 5,000 years ago and who, who our ancestors were and like just started picking apart the story to just start laying the groundwork for what these books could be. And there were times where I believed that there was nothing here that I was ever going to create something more, that maybe all of this work was for naught and it wasn't helpful at all. And I didn't even start the podcast because I thought eventually it it would lead me to what to write. I just started because I refused to not do anything. To continue letting myself to spin in nothingness and anger and madness and let that just keep furying up and then push back down i refused and so we just did anything and it was it was desperate and it was scary and it was terrible <laughs> it still may be this is completely subjective art is subjective so whatever you're into there is always someone there that's going to pick up on what you're doing and the vibe that you put out and they're going to love you for the work that you do no matter what Be as crazy and into whatever you want. And now, (laughs) the book, which I have been writing and rewriting for the last three years, will officially be a manuscript, like a tangible thing. That can be printed off and read through <laughs> and and sent to publishers, if that's what we want. And put up on Amazon to then become a book in hand. Real life thing. And I, I don't know, it. Every time that I got to about chapter three, I would decide that we were meant to go a different direction or I would stop finding the flow of the words and it would get interrupted. And I sort of just committed to, it's going to come. It'll, it'll come. And when it does, it's all just going to flow. It's all going to make sense. That's what I asked for. And we'll just sit down and, and it will happen. And we won't need this force. And so every time that I felt like I was sitting down at the keyboard and I felt like I was going to force the next chapter, or I was forcing myself to sit, we stopped. And then we were given another piece of the puzzle. And then another, and another. And every time the direction changed. And listen, (laughs) similar to how there are three months of recording of this show prior to this show ever actually being um, put on a podcast network, there are seven starts of this book. Starts and like almost entire chapters, like further in a book than most people would probably get. But it still just wasn't right. There still was something missing, something lacking somewhere that we needed to explore more. And so it just didn't flow. And then you're just given what you need. And then all of a sudden it all just crystallizes and starts to take form and color right in front of you. And it's wonderful and magical and as beautiful as you could imagine. And it hasn't always been, but I think, I think that the universe protects you from ruining things for yourself, right? Because if I had written the book the way that I imagined we should write the book, I think I would have hurt more than I helped. And if I had forced myself to write the book the second time that I imagined the book, same thing. And the third and the fourth, and over time, we started to understand what this was all meant for, what it was all supposed to be about, and where we were meant to go. And I'm amazed. I'm amazed at being at that place, that this will be a thing, this thing that I dreamed about and couldn't even really put into words or understand what it was that I was supposed to do and what story I was supposed to tell. And it just amazes me because it's, it just started as something that felt like a necessary move in a direction because for a long time i just stood in in inaction for a long time i just stood hating and doubting all of the things that i felt would feel better because it was just easier and I don't know. I'm sort of like next level proud because it's, it's a thing. (laughs) It'll be out in this wonderful world. And that's both like scary and exciting all in the same breath. And those are my favorite experiences that I've ever had. The wonderful and terrible. Oh, oh, there are wonderful things there. Oh, how I could live for any experience that's like that. There is nothing in this world worth living for more than that. The wonderful and terrible. And this is that. And life is that. (laughs) And it's amazing. And the more that we can live there, the better. We weren't put here to play it safe. And now the world has evolved to a place where playing it safe is, is, you know, like we're not hunter-gatherers anymore. And there are things, there are governments and there are things that exist to protect us. And that doesn't mean that those things don't still happen, right? Where people don't have enough, where people don't struggle We're doing better than we were before, maybe. Kind of subjective. And so, is there a place that we can explore? Can we get to this level? I think so. I mean, I think it's just about letting it out. In whatever form you need to. Sorry, that was my great thing. Go ahead and ground yourself in all your greatness. You got to do it, okay? I like Getting it out. Stopping this bottling. Finding a way to create from these beautiful places of emotion. And everybody's creativity looks different. But everybody's creative. Every single soul on this planet. And maybe it gets buried, or maybe we end up just raining on all of our own parades. But look at the world. How do you think that things have ever come to be? How do you think that you have books, music, television, movies, flowers, businesses, Amazon, Target, Walmart, the gas station down the street, the very sidewalk that you walk on, your home that you live in, every single thing that we touch came from someone being creative. And there are all forms of creativity. And there are all forms of human beings living here. Meant to live in their own light. Meant to experience the world in this way. Because just doing, just doing a task that doesn't allow or demand thinking outside of sort of this computer brain that we have is is pretty, pretty run-of-the-mill, right? And sometimes we need those things to, like, make life happen. And making life happen should look like a creative endeavor. That should be our life. We should expand beyond what we know we're capable of. We should find ways to let it out. It is better out than in. It is always better out than in. What does that look like? What does the expansion of your light look like outside of just work? Because I had to write on that the other day. That's where I existed. In fact, that was the only place that I felt safe in my life was work. Because everything else just felt uncomfortable and untrue. Like, I can't be this big of an adult. Come on. But work? No, I got that. That was tangible. That was things that I had to do. But I did not get to experiencing life. The way that I actually wanted to. Until I sort of took out the tangible. Until I started playing with. This subjective. Creativity. And just started. Creating because it felt. Better. Than not. Than sitting here. And being mad. For all the reasons that I couldn't do this. Instead we just wrapped her arms around it and said well let's try and then the beauty of that is how it snowballs into something more than you could have ever even expected and so when we start this work when you buy the book that's what's gonna happen right we're gonna walk you through all of these things. And then we're going to say, let's just try one thing. What does it look like to, to put one of those things in action? To try one of those things on? Because we aren't meant to know what the purpose of this outcome is. We may be in a season of loss and that season of loss may be the only thing that pushes us to do more than we did before. It may be the only thing to force a better feeling. And had we just gotten what we wanted, maybe we never discover the grit that's necessary in order to holster this movement. is That's not the right word. Holster would be like, put the gun away. So, <laughs> in order to push this movement forward, to do the work, to find where you matter. To find what matters to you. And then to just keep following that. Do you like just making people happy? And I struggled with this because there was a lot of still hanging around ideas of what success is supposed to look like. And I wouldn't realize it until I came back again and had to remap all of this in a book and maybe... That's the reason of the timing of all of it. Maybe it was supposed to be happening right now so that I could have the realization with the things that I had manifested and allow myself to say, it's okay if that door closes instead of continue to run for it. And maybe it was all supposed to happen in this time. And I think more than maybe we can just say, yeah, that is That is it. That is where that was supposed to go. It was supposed to drive you to this bigger understanding that just doing something you enjoy doing is important. Not whether or not that's a success in someone's eyes. Letting it out. Seeing what you can do. I have no idea if I'm good at writing books. (laughs) I don't know. I really have no idea if I'm even good at podcasting. But I enjoy it. And I've enjoyed the writing process, the mapping, the understanding of how this could all work. And, and now I'm even thinking, you know, because I'm an Enneagram 7, and how dare me stay in the present moment? Because there is certainly more excitement on the other side of this. And now I'm just like, okay, this is book one. And then we'll have book two. Now, I don't know that it will come out all that later than this one. Because now we understand the process. This is how it works. This is how we engage our mind. And the map is already written. It's already in the podcast. It's already recorded. Go. But this isn't like following some pre-written definition of what life was supposed to be like. This was just me asking what I would do if I could do anything. And what I didn't realize is how um, threatening (laughs) finding creativity is, how kind of scary and intimidating it can be if you're coming at it from nowhere and you really have no one to help guide that. But even then you find your feet. Should you just keep following the one in front of you. Let your feet fall into motion. And keep walking. And keep finding where you were meant to go here. How it was all supposed to work out. And more than anything, let it out. Let it out and see where it takes you. See if you could do that. Or if this was just supposed to be a beautiful mess up along the way that was inevitably supposed to connect you to this other completely crazy calling. But that's the thing too. You're actually in more control than we're led to believe. Write it down. What do you want? How do you want life to look? What are the things that you're doing? Who are the people that you're attracting? What do they look like? What do they sound like? Who are you surrounded by? What are you doing How are you making life happen? And what are you bringing into this world? Because it isn't all just about success. It's about beauty. And even the ugliest, least interesting thing that exists still came from a place of creativity. Every human is meant to create. We're creative beings. And I don't, I don't believe that it's because we're all supposed to make art and sing and do all the things that we term, in quotations, creative. I think that it's a way for our emotions... To be utilized appropriately, right? Because when they're bottled up and we're only using our emotions to bubble over, whether high or low, to bubble up and just explode, that's an overwhelming use of them. And we could do it better. We could. Find a new beautiful way. We could create something unexpected that we never knew we had. When we find ways to outlet it, when we let it out, then keep it in. And we get to choose to navigate life like that. We get to choose our emotions. I know a lot of people in the millennial generation, hello, <laughs> or somewhere around there probably after, were raised with this understanding that like you just, you keep those things in. We just put up the poster. We, we block all that out. <laughs> it's kind of weird noise that we don't want other people to know about. And that doesn't have to be the truth. It doesn't have to be the life. Life is wonderful and terrible. And we can talk about it that way. And we can explore those emotions openly and bring them into our lives in a beautiful way. And maybe you go play when you're feeling anxious. Or maybe you go write or sing. Listen, there is nothing, nothing, nothing in this life that cannot be solved by me getting in a vehicle, rolling the windows down, and singing. For hours of time. The longer the road trip, the better. And I will sing the whole way. It has always been medicine to me. Now, you've obviously hear, heard my singing a couple of times on this show. It is nothing to write home about, but it does not matter. There is something so freeing and magical about that for me that that is an outlet and medicine, and always heightens the vibration. Even if I can't sing, I can just get in a good car, drive around with my jams on, I am good. Okay? 1993 Seafoam Green Ford Probe with a real loud sound system. That is goals. Okay? And that's what we're looking for. What is doing that for you? Where are you letting it out? What are the outlets? How are you creating your life and creating something to let it all out? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, posts with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out Thank you